Hello everyone, you're listening to the Writing Wall Podcast, and yes, it's Wednesday, it's Writerly Wednesday, and we're doing our Writing Corner special right here just for you. Full-length podcasts and episodes air every second and fourth Saturday of the month at 6 p.m. here on Anchor, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, and more. If you'd like to learn more about the podcast, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram using the Twitter handle at the Writing Wall and on Instagram at writingsonthewall85. writing community. Have you ever doubted that you could actually turn your fiction writing into a profitable author business? Well, look no further than Get My Book Out There podcast with host Narelle Todd and Essie Smith. They are the self-publishing author and marketing duo that has sold over 2 million books. They're swinging the doors open to show how they went from self-publishing newbies to hitting the New York Times bestsellers list and making the USA Today bestsellers list 19 times and counting. This weekly podcast gives you real-world book marketing advice and support all in under 15 minutes. Perfect for a quick pick-me-up with coffee or tea. Your choice. You can follow S.E. Smith on social media using the handles at S.E. Smith FL for Twitter and Instagram or visit her website SESmithFL.com for links to her podcast, books, and a whole lot more. This episode of the Writing Wall Podcast is brought to you by the Get My Book Out There Podcast and S.E. Smith. Welcome to Writing Corner Wednesday. I'm your host, Stacey Hawks, and I'm also here with a fellow podcaster and author. Chris Agate. Chris is from the Writing Community Chat Show, and if you guys and gals have tuned in on YouTube and Twitter, you know who I'm talking about. It's a great show. Chris, thank you so much for being with us this Writing Corner Wednesday. Would you please share with listeners a little about yourself? Hi, my name is Chris, and I am from South Wales, which is in the United Kingdom, and I am right next to the sea, which I love. I love the ocean, and it is often inspiration for some of my writing. I bet those are some amazing views. Chris, share with listeners a little bit about your book and what it's about. The title of my book is called Deep, The Climb of Truth, and that is a two-part series, a very short series, in fact. Most of them are around 36,000-ish words, so are classed as short stories or horror novellas. And the story of Deep, The Climb of Truth and the sequel, Deep, The Embers of Life, are orientated around the main character. Her name is Daisy. Now Daisy is a very young woman who grows up uh, in isolation from the rest of the world with her father. Her father has got a very dark secret, a dark history, which is revealed throughout the two stories. And as that secret starts to unravel, Daisy finds herself in the city that is being bombarded by a local private military that is trying to cover up what is a result of human experimentation, which is completely illegal. And that has caused an outbreak of what is only can be described as a super soldier. Well, you could call them zombies perhaps, but they're kind of different uh, for different reasons. And they definitely evolve throughout the two stories too. Even though it's not mainly focused on these creatures, it is definitely an integral part of the story. So Daisy finds herself trying to escape this, all while trying to figure out the truths that are being uh, presented to her. And 
basically growing up as a young woman in general, but also as someone who is in these dangerous situations and figuring all this out for herself for the first time. So it really is all about her character arc and her journey. But also what is quite interesting that kind of developed naturally is when characters start meeting each other, a backstory naturally forms and there has been some um, call for and thought in my mind about writing a prequel, which if you read the two books, you will definitely understand why that could happen. So that is definitely in the cards and could be a future prospect or future project as could a potentially another sequel, although I'm not entirely sure where I could take that just now. This sounds like a phenomenal series and I wish you all the best coming up with a prequel to it. Tell us what got you into writing or who? The story about me getting into writing was quite unique, I think, and I've spoken to a lot of people, indie authors and established authors, who often talk about growing up knowing they wanted to be a writer, you know, having love books and always felt that that was kind of the thing for them. For me, I loved film, I loved computer games, I loved story, but generally not from books. And it wasn't until the death of my grandfather about three or four years ago now that made me realise I wanted to achieve a little bit more in life. I had achieved quite a bit already, but there was just this feeling that I wanted more. And off the back of that, I just had this, this story that is now deep was in my mind already and I just didn't realize what I needed to do with it. So I began writing, I had no experience at all and I just sat there, started typing and it became something, it became a story. Very much pantsed it, completely sat there and followed what was being shown to me in my mind. And then basically that developed and the more I got into this, the more I realized how much I enjoyed it and how much I loved writing. And then I started to learn and go on YouTube, for example, and look at blogs and try and figure out exactly what I should be doing as someone without the experience. I, I didn't want to kind of let everybody down it, it. And it wasn't even the idea that I'll publish this. It was just to say, I've achieved something. I've self-published my own book. That's an achievement I'd be happy with. But it didn't stop there, of course, because I, I released the second one uh, a year or so after. But that was down to the fact that it hooked me in. And I'm sure a lot of you can resonate with that. So how long would you say it took you to write either one or both of these books from the time you conceived the idea all the way to publication? So for me, the way I write is very uh, quick. My first draft especially. As I said, I, I, I pants my stories, so I, I've got an idea in my head that kind of grows for quite some time before I write it. So I'll start thinking over the story arc and the characters in my mind, and I'll have some sort of base to go off before I start. I have absolutely no idea where that story's gonna go or what it's gonna end up like. So as soon as I start writing, I type away and I follow the characters in my mind and suddenly I've got this first draft. My latest book, which I'm writing, is a standalone and that was done in 10 days. Now don't get me wrong, it still takes me a long time to publish anything because the second draft, the third draft, the editing process takes me forever. And especially now with the show going on, I, I'm struggling for time, but that is changing. I'm going to adapt the show a little bit to factor in some more writing time for myself. So if you could have dinner with any one of your characters, who would it be and why? If I could have dinner with one of my characters, it would have to be Max, who is... Yeah, he's a fantastic army veteran who is a big part of the story when things go wrong. So when the barricades start breaking down, he is there dictating things and, and trying to control a, a situation that none of them have been in before. All the while, you've got the officers uh, behind the scenes, you know, dictating things from above, but they haven't got a clue how to actually fight on the ground. So Max is there as the interpreter to tell things how they should be, not what he's being told. So he's a great character in the middle, and he actually links up with the with the main characters throughout the story too. I think Max would be a great one 
to take to dinner and just to hear the war stories. Because of COVID-19, authors have really had to think outside the box when it came to promoting their books. How did the pandemic change the way you promoted your books or did it change your writing process? I don't feel publishing my book through the pandemic was such an issue for me. After releasing my first one through KDP, the second one was the same process as it was online and marketing online is kind of the only thing I've figured out so far. That was the same process that was still a natural process for me. So I'm not entirely sure it, it changed much for me, although I'm sure that, you know, established authors that used to have book launches in bookshops or meetups, they really would struggle. So personally, it didn't affect me too much. So for all of our listeners out there, Chris is also a fellow podcaster. He's the host of the Writing Community Chat Show. Chris, we enjoy the show tremendously here at the Writing Well Blogging Podcast. How did the Writing Community Chat Show get started? So I am indeed a podcaster and the Writing Community Chat Show is my podcast and that started not long after my first book was released. That entirely came from the writing community, hence the name. Because when I first started writing, as I mentioned, I delved into the world to try and figure out exactly how to do that. And I couldn't thank the writing community enough for the support that they gave me. And this is on Twitter, of course, where, you know, you could ask a question and people could engage with you and give you advice and suggestions. The community is amazing and they're there to help and it really does breed passion and and that culture of supporting authors not putting them down to like promote yourself they're there to help each other i love that very much and what i wanted to do was give back to the community for helping me and i was trying to you know promote tweets for them and share things and what i noticed in the world of analytics and you guys probably know the same that you share something that is ridiculous and it could have a hundred likes and you share something that's really important for you and it might get two likes or none at all so you can't rely on the analytics to actually tell stories that you want to tell so i thought the best thing that i could do is start a podcast again completely unexperienced in that in that way and i just went with it and i reached out to some people in the community to to be part of that podcast with me and it, it grew from there so what was an audio-based podcast to start with grew into what is now a live streaming youtube podcast and i've had an unbelievable guest list on that where about 170 shows in now and I've had amazing indie authors on the show and I've had some of the best in the industry including Ian Rankin, CL Taylor, Adele Parks, Julia Donaldson. Uh, it was insane so you know I, I'm very thankful for how this has grown and the community and it's taught me a lot and hopefully the listeners a lot as well. Truly there are some amazing authors and guests on the Writing Community Chat Show so tell listeners about your book club and ways they can support the podcast. So the new writing community chat show book club feature is something I threw together with the same thought process behind trying to help indie authors, but at the same time, trying to raise funds for the show. Now, I don't like to be the person that says pay monthly and all of that kind of stuff. I, I do find it a little off-putting myself. So I looked around there and I didn't really want to do a fundraiser. So this gives back to everybody. And what the book club is, it is a chance for an indie author to spend an entire month on my website as the featured author. Uh, I will promote that author as best I can. I will buy the author's book and review it on Amazon and Goodreads. But what I will also do is try and prompt readers to do the same. So the readers that will join in to read that indie author's book for the month. And at the end of the month, I will invite that indie author onto the show as a featured spotlight author so we can interview them as normal. And then the audience get to ask the questions they've been raised throughout the read as well. So it's in a really exciting time for an indie author to showcase who they are as a person 
and what they've got to offer in, in the way of story. I think it's going to be a great success and there's already been a lot of interest in the tickets. So I think it's going to be a great success and the way you enter that is through, there's a raffle on the website. It does cost £3 to enter for a ticket but what that does is offer funds for the show which I will be putting back into this process. So at some stage I would love to be able to offer funds to help with book cover design and line edits and proofreading and all those great things. So I, this is becoming a hub for the indie author and a support system as well. So I'm not just trying to make money for myself. I'm of course covering the cost of the show and uh, building it that way. So it's a great opportunity. You can find it on the website, thewritingcommunitychatshow.com and just click on the, the book club tab. And if you are interested as a reader, I've got some great ideas and some, some suggestions coming in about how to support the readers as well because it's about them as much as the author. So if you're a reader, there will be t-shirts made for milestones. So if you are involved in this thing for say 10 times, you'll have a 10, 10 times read and review t-shirt and then maybe 50 and 100. We'll see how it goes and I will be posting that on the social feeds and the website at some stage moving forward. That is really amazing. I know a lot of indie authors are going to be really appreciative of that as well as readers. What do you feel is the best form of promotion for an indie author? Now, this is an amazing question because I don't have an answer. One of the big things in the writing world that shocked me was after I finally figured out, you know, went through all the battles of trying to publish a book, sorting out the covers to fit the KDP system and all of those wonderful issues you come across, especially in the first time you do it. The thing that shocked me most was suddenly realizing, yes, I've released my book, but now I actually have to go and advertise that and market it. And obviously I was doing the show at the time, so I don't really feel like I've pushed a lot of effort into that. And if I'm being totally honest, it's because I don't think it's good enough. Um, that is a very honest thing for me to say because uh, people who listen to the show will know I uh, I released that book entirely for free. I did the sequel. And now uh, what I mean by that is I had help and to create the cover. I had a free ISBN from Amazon. I did all the editing myself, which I look back on now and realize I could have done a lot better of a job if I'd taken more time. And the writing software I use now, for example, I use Pro Writing Aid. It could be so much better. But what shocked me as well, the reviews have been fantastic and the only criticisms it has had is the odd uh, grammar issue. So what I will say, if you're gonna go down the route of self-publishing and doing things for free, it will come at a cost if you just cheap out a little bit in terms of time and effort and it's that little tiny bit that's dropped my book from five stars down to four and a half stars but I have had over 50 reviews so that for me is fantastic so I'm, I shouldn't be too harsh on myself but what I'm suggesting is put that time and effort in uh, but you can do it for free and this is I'm leaving it as it is as a lesson for everybody to, to show that and I will be doing a lot better of a job on my next book which is going to be out soon I'm going to try and get it to an agent to see if I can get it traditionally published so I will definitely be blogging about that entire journey and how you can go from free books to creating free books all the way you know and not spending a load of money which you can try and make back but is a hard hard graft in the world of writing oh so my let's get the advice in there then so what i feel is the best form of promotion for an indie author is building yourself as a brand taking that time as i mentioned with similar to the podcast you bring your book out you bring another book out you build your website you build your mailing list and i think it's just building that presence and your personality goes a long way which is what i love to do in the show on the podcast i love to get the indie author's story across there their personal story so the first part of the show is called what's the story 
and that's all about how they arrived at where they are now and how they got to writing. Now I think that's very important as an author that people can resonate with your story in who you are. So I think that's my uh, advice about promotion. Build your brand, become the brand yourself and people will want to read your book as a result. A hundred percent. I will agree with that. Promote, be present and build your brand and don't expect overnight success because it takes time. But as long as you're being active on social media, off social media, letting people know that you have a book out there, it's going to be good. Talk to us about some of the best moments on the writing community chat show. A couple of best moments on the writing community chat show so far. I've got to go back to Ian Rankin. He's one of the best authors that we've had on the show, of course. He came on the show during lockdown and we had a few beers on the show, which you can watch on YouTube right now or listen to on the podcast. And one part of the show, I, I welcome new family members to the community and to the podcast. So somebody who's followed the show on Twitter, I, I will highlight them in the live show and we will send them a GIF, which is the animated image on social media, and we will let the guest decide what that GIF is. So I asked Ian Ranking after a few beers, what should we send this person? What GIF should we send this person? He misunderstood that and thought I said gift with a T. Now, that is embarrassing enough anyway, but what happened after that uh, surprised us all and showed exactly what a true gentleman Ian Rankin is. He actually sent that person, got in touch with that person online and sent that person a one-of-a-kind signed beer mat of his from his own room. And he, he actually sent that off to that person and they received it in the post. So that is incredible. So that was one of my favourite moments on the podcast so far. And this might sound cheesy, but I'm going to say the next best moment is, is generally every conversation that I've had on that show because I've met so many amazing people and no matter if they're an indie author or they're an author that's been around for a long long time and established uh, traditionally published may have been the bestseller New York Times bestseller people have sold over millions of books have been on the show and everybody's kind of the same boat everybody wants their books to do well everybody wants to promote their book everyone's doing the same thing so what I've loved is the stories that we get their personal stories and that has been uh, something I'll treasure forever just having the the background of their stories how they arrived at where they are and it's really something to, to look out for in the show not just to think about their new book so I just love you know one of the best things of the show is, is meeting people first what a great moment to share and kudos to that author for doing that because that's really that's really special and you know the guest is never going to forget that either yes stories are a special thing and we appreciate all of our authors that come on here and share theirs with us and with our local listeners as well here in North Carolina so speaking of stories what can you tell us about what you're reading right now or should we say who are you reading right now I am reading right now a I've received a proof of Will Carver's latest book, which is called uh, Psychopaths Anonymous. And the reason I laugh at that is because I often get mocked for saying anonymous. I don't know why I say it, but it's, it sticks in there. So Psychopaths Anonymous, it's not out yet. Uh, I've received a proof of that. So I'm digging into that right now. Psychopaths Anonymous. I'm going to have to check that out when it becomes available on Amazon. What is something you like to do in your spare time outside of podcasting and writing? So outside of my podcasting and writing, I like to do quite a lot of things. I like to go for runs uh, and get into a bit of fitness. As I live by the sea, I like to surf. I like to ride bikes. I'm, I like a lot of activity, but also spending time with the family. As a lot of you guys will know, being an author, being a podcaster, it really is a family effort. So if you've got a wife and kids or a husband and a boyfriend, whatever that may be, you know, it doesn't just take up your time, it takes up their time as well. So it's really important to kind of give that back in the way that 
you take the time to be with them as well. It's basically family time and exercise where I can just to try and keep a healthier mind. Are you writing another book? I am writing another book right now and that is called The Words of Eleven, which is very exciting for me because the first two books were the same story that cemented themselves into my mind for some reason. It was there, but this is something that I thought about, I created and I like what it is. It's a homage to horror. It's based in a 19th century German castle. There's a lot of people involved and all of their stories as writers that influence the story. I'm not gonna say much more than that because you'll have to wait till it comes out, but that's basically all I can tell you. So look out for that. It will be very good. It'll be very gruesome. And I'm so excited to get the feedback from that story. And the early feedback has been great. So I've worked on it a little bit. So let's see what happens. Is there anyone that you would like to give a shout out to this Writing Corner Wednesday? Yes, absolutely. There is a ton of people on the writing community on Twitter that know how much I love them and their engagement with the show. I can't shout them out, all of them out, and that's impossible. But one shout out I want to do is to a fellow podcaster again. That person is Connor Bredin. He is another podcaster and he is an author and he is also the host of Story of a Storyteller, another podcaster. Just to let him know he's doing a great job and even though it's kind of early and he's still growing the podcast, just keep at it. You're doing well. Before you go, what advice do you have for writers who are looking to self-publish in the future or to someone looking to start their own podcast? What I would say is, if you're starting your own podcast, do your research. There is plenty of advice out there, such as release, say, two episodes on day one and have a backlog pre-shows made. I did not do any of this. I leapt into it like everything else I do. And I've done fairly well in the respect that it hasn't gone terribly wrong. It's gone it's gone well. So, But it helps a lot more to be on the ball and, and be prepared, basically. And that's the same with being a writer. Be prepared. It will go a long way. The Writing Wall Blog and Podcast would like to sincerely thank author and podcast podcast host Christopher Agate for being with us this Writing Corner Wednesday. If you haven't already, drop by our blog for an exclusive excerpt from Christopher's book and grab all of his links there so you can follow him across social media. Supporters and sponsors of the Writing Wall Blog and Podcast receive exclusive behind-the-scenes extras all season long. Season 3 is brought to you by the Get My Book Out There podcast with Essie Smith. You can learn more about her at www.sesmithfl.com. Thank you for tuning in this evening. Join us again this Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a full episode with author Victoria Marswell of The Counterfeiter's Daughter. Because we all have a story, the Writing While Blogging podcast wants to hear yours. What is your story? head into season three, we want to provide followers of our blog and podcast with promotional opportunities and encourage them to consider becoming a Buy Me a Coffee sponsor for the Writing Wall Blog and Podcast. For as little as $2 a month, we will feature your book and a link for subscribers to find on our Off the Wall page. Become a sponsor and have a custom ad ran on one of our podcast airings during the month or during our Writing Corner Wednesday podcast event. You'll also have your link and book on our Off the Wall page too. Because we all have a story here at the Writing Wall Podcast, we want to continue sharing these great stories with book lovers and authors like you. Visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash the writing wall to support today. And 
that's it for me this Writing Corner Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for being here. And thank you to our Writing Corner Wednesday authors, poets, storytellers, and authors for being here. Be sure to check back in with us every second and fourth Saturday of the month for full episodes and interviews of other authors from various social media platforms from Twitter to Facebook to Instagram. And don't forget if you'd like a shout out or to participate in Writing Corner Wednesday or become one of our Writers of the Week, all you have to do is visit my blog page and drop your information in the contact section. Have a good weekend, everyone, and I hope you'll join me for our next episode of the Writing Wall podcast.